You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more information, go to knownlegacy.org. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. I just love that intro all the time. It's so fun. Good morning, Travis. Morning, Bill. How you doing? Good, man. How you doing? Good morning, Kyle. Good morning. <laughs> I caught you off guard. We caught, I, you know, one of the goals in this is to catch Kyle off guard. It is. As it much is. as possible. So it's good to be back. By the way, uh, before we begin, we do need to apologize. Um, after the uh, long shot retreat, we had quite a few conversations with guys that listen to the podcast. And, and there's a small sect of the guys that play this Scandinavian game. I, I forget the name of it, but it, it's... Skulls and Sticks or something? <laughs> Skulls and Sticks. Anyways... Last time we happened to, a year ago, we happened to make, not make fun of it, but struggle with understanding this. Infer it was humorous. Humorous, right, right. And and we apologize. It is a real game that has real consequences. And so you guys, skull. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, a shout out to you guys playing the game because I still don't know. I don't understand what it. What it is. I don't understand it. It's like it. bowling with with skulls. Yes, something like that. Skulling. Skulling. So anyways, if you're listening, we love it. You guys were up way past our bedtime playing that game yeah, and we're old. Uh, enjoying it. So I was super old, but it was a fun time. We had a great time. We're glad to be back. Excited to have uh, have this opportunity today. And uh, So um, the details, in case you're uh, new to the podcast, first and foremost, thank you guys so much for listening. We really do appreciate you guys. Um, if you can, man, if you could like this and uh, smash the like button and yes. just let us know. Give us a review if it's something that you find uh, useful and meaningful. Yes. Um, you can always follow us at knownlegacy.org. You can also find us on YouTube. We're looking for more followers on YouTube, um, and we're going to yes. be live streaming there maybe one day. Yeah. Um, and Goals. Facebook and uh, Instagram, you can also find us there. Yeah. Uh, and for the hot takes that we're going to record later on today, uh, we always want your questions for us, whether it's an yes, important question or a do. non-important question. We want those. Info at knownlegacy.org is by far the best way to get a hold of us. And so with that in mind, Bill, why don't you uh, bring us into our guest today? Yeah, well, well I want to lay in really, really quick. Again, the book is still oh, out. Oh, the book. The so book, make the sure book. that you uh, check out the book. It's still at morethanyoubook.com. It's been having, we're having a lot of fun with this. And in fact, actually, our guest today was one of the, uh, the endorsers of it oh. someone I respect I kind of feel like I'm kind of having like fangirling a little bit right now because because <laughs> there is I have a few heroes in my life and this is one of the heroes that I have uh, ladies and gentlemen I want you to give it up for uh, my good friend and hero Bob Fu of China Aid welcome Bob Fu welcome we're so glad to have you Bob thank you Bill thank you thank you Travis yeah. thank you for having me at the Known Legacy Yes, well, I am honored. I, I really am honored to have you on. I, I, Bob, I love you, and, and we believe in what you're doing. And the biggest reason why you come on is our whole season is about being bold yep. and stepping out and doing things that we know God is calling us to. And, and to just get a little background, can you share some of your story um, about uh, kind of your heart, where you started, how you came to know Jesus, and you know a little bit about uh, even Tiananmen Square, if you would. Just share, share a little bit about, about your story, Bob. Okay, um, I will share um, first um, in the nutshell, um, really is uh, God's grace, uh, um, as you guys uh, have attested by it uh, again and again. Our life, um, every one of us, are just uh, filled with uh, the stories, uh, stories of uh, how God has orchestrated 
uh, even um, through the smallest things, uh, through the hardship, um, through the uh, even um, imprisonment, God shows He is faithful um, and He is a loving, gracious God. So mm. I was born in a very uh, humbling family. My mother was a beggar. Uh, begging food with my uh, elder brother on her shoulder and holding hands with my elder sister in the uh, 1960, uh, uh, early 1960, when the so-called Great Starvation or uh, mm. under Turner Moss, um, a great yeah. leap forward moment. And, uh, you know, uh, some 20, I mean, some estimated uh, uh, as many as uh, 40 million Chinese starved to death uh, during wow. that three years. Wow. Uh, it's uh, purely caused by political um, campaigns of uh, Chairman Mao, the brutal dictator. And uh, so um, my mom's uh, ex-husband, basically uh, the father of my elder brother and sister, he cannot afford any food, uh, clothing, uh, any accommodation. Uh, everything, basically begging my uh, mother to leave the uh, home. Uh, and uh, actually, there's not a home. It was just a little hub uh, in, a, in, a, in a commune, the, the communist built mm. commune uh, in the middle of uh, uh, basically a, a, a farm. And uh, so then um... Oh, did we lose him? Did we lose Bob? Sorry, I think uh, was uh, some, some phone call interrupted. Oh, a phone call interrupted you. That's okay. No problem. Yeah. Um, but uh, so anyway, so my my mom met me, my father, uh, in our village on her uh, journey uh, of uh, begging food. And so I was born. Uh, um, into that uh, that family. Um, so my childhood, I witnessed uh, the poverty, the uh, injustice, uh, of course, the inequality uh, in a communist society. But mm. we are being uh, educated from elementary school all the way to graduate school as an atheist. Uh, the Communist Party uh, basically mandate every young people has to be uh, prepared as uh, successors of uh, socialism and communism and but this, at the same time the corruption the darkness the injustice uh, is all everywhere so that's why I kind of um, uh, feel almost uh, I mean before I became a Christian I feel like uh, some deep seed of uh, uh, rebelling or change uh, planted in my heart. Uh, so in 1989, when the Tiananmen Square Students Movement started, I was a college student, uh, uh, also basically uh, became a natural leader in my university hmm. and led uh, a group of our students uh, to the Tiananmen Square. We occupied a part oh. of the Tiananmen Square and uh, holding protests and calling for anti-corruption, political reform, um, and um, basically to build a better China in our heart. Uh, that's our ideal. Um, yeah. But uh, little um, did we know or prepare uh, that uh, 33 years ago, in the early morning of June 4th, 1989, 
the Communist Party uh, sent military tanks uh, with machine guns and uh, running over and killed and, and uh, massacred hundreds, if not thousands, of innocent citizens. Um, and um, so that was the hardest time uh, for me yeah. uh, as a student leader. Um, uh, and I felt I was a patriot. And uh, how mm. could we mm-hmm. be treated um, uh, with a, a massacre like that? Um, so I was... Uh, uh, forced to cancel my class and uh, writing confessions day and night and being treated like a criminal. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, one day um, I got hold of a copy of a Chinese pastor's uh, biography that was smuggled in by uh, American secret missionaries who were yeah. teaching English in our class uh, in the English department. Uh, we uh, Then I basically was so touched by the testimony. I guess he's uh, really touched by the word inside the testimony um, uh, of the word of the Lord. And uh, I just uh, surrender my life uh, to our Lord Jesus Christ uh, as my Savior and Lord. That's how I came to know the Lord. Um, Sorry, I I think uh, (laughs) we're doing a new roof. (laughs) <laughs> that's okay that's okay that's not prepared for this. no worries um but uh, <sighs> that's how i came to know the lord and that since then i just uh, uh had been uh, a proud ambassador for christ uh, as his messenger and of course in china uh, if you want to be a faithful follower of jesus christ and minister to his word and to his people then um the first uh, uh, theological uh, course you have to take is called prison theology. Wow. And, uh, yeah. So my wife and I end up in prison in Beijing uh, a few years after uh, we became Christians. Yeah. So you were, yeah, j- to just get that clear, he was, Bob was in prison for his faith as a pastor. Can you share the story about the computer class that you used to teach? Yeah, that all happened after I became a Christian, went to Beijing to continue my graduate school. And uh, during that time, I see, of course, uh, the big revival um, uh, has been happening among the Chinese intellectuals and many, many uh, wow. meetings, really, house churches are lack of uh, uh, leadership training, biblical training and even basic like uh, doctrinal trainings. Um, so I didn't really know much about theology at all at that time, but at least uh, I'm uh, educated. I, I can read the Bible and read some theological books. Uh, so when I visit uh, a group of house churches, you know, one county, uh, one of the, you know, 3000 counties in China that, um, um, in one of the provinces, I found that county back to 1992, I believe, uh, alone has over like uh, 600 churches with only like two and a half uh, teachers in the church. Wow. I mean, uh, that's why there some evil, some many, uh, some cults even uh, kind of being generated in, 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 the, in the countryside because um, they're really 
a lack of teaching. So mm -hmm. the Lord gave me and our co-workers a vision uh, to build a training center, like an underground uh, seminary uh, type. So we kind of uh, started uh, a training center in the suburb of Beijing. At that time, I was already a full-time uh, professor teaching English uh, humorously in, to the Communist Party leaders. That was my daytime job. Uh, that's why my biography is called uh, God's Double Agent. Yep, yep. Uh, so my daytime job is teaching English to the Communist Party leaders in the evening and the uh, weekend. I, I was as busy as any full-time pastor and uh, planted a, a campus church in the university areas in Beijing. At the same time, start up this uh, underground seminary uh, and uh, with a, a number of uh, Bible study groups have to take care of. Uh, and um, so uh, we couldn't, of course, register a, a seminary, underground seminary. So our co-worker uh, established uh, um, high-tech training, computer training, uh, a company um, rented a facility and even uh, we uh, uh, use purchase some communist party school uh, um, chairs and desks with yeah. the communist party logo on, on, on it <laughs> so the, shrewd as serpents and uh, innocence as doves man yeah. yeah that's god's humor so because, uh, so we recruited uh, a class of um, um, over 30, 40 uh, evangelists uh, from, you know, Tibet uh, to uh, the um, uh, Xinjiang, I mean, to uh, Diaoning in Beijing. And mm -hmm. so uh, these uh, full-time um, students from the harvest field basically being trained there. Um, and uh, with the teachers from U.S., from U.K., uh, of course, uh, some from house churches in China. And uh, we then, after um, their graduation, we uh, commissioned them back to the harvest field. And uh, that, of course, led to uh, the arrest of me and, uh, and Heidi, my wife. So... Wow. And then, and I know that, I mean, there's so much more and I know that we actually, we, we're going to share a little video, I mean, a little uh, picture of your, of your book later, but I mean, uh, the book again is called God's Double Agent. And I know that you can get it on audiobook and you can get it on, uh, on a hard copy as well. And if you have, if you're a reader, if you're not a reader, pick up this book because it shares the plight of what happened in China and how Bob's journey all the way through. I don't want to, I don't want to spoil all of it. Because uh, as I sit there and as I think about what you went through, Bob, and I'm seeing where we are as a country that you stood up boldly in the midst of a country that was full of darkness, um, literally against you. And I know that you've just shared details of your story, but um, Bob, you saw hope in, very, in darkness. And right now, I know there's a lot of people that feel hopeless in our country. Right, right. And, and I would just, I'd love to, to hear from you, your heart of, what would you say to us as followers of Jesus and a society that feels like it's walking away completely from the Lord. And what do you think we can do right now to continue to stand in the gap for people? Uh, give us some, some advice or wisdom if you could do that. Well, thank you, Bill and Travis, uh, for these questions. Um, as you have heard, uh, I think we already have uh, 
the thunders from the Lord to encourage us. <laughs> well played, Bob. Well played. Uh, yeah, even the cloud and the, he laid a, he leads us, uh, you know, with the uh, cloud in the um, in the daytime and uh, with the cloud, you know, <laughs> pillar of fire at night. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is, um, uh, we uh, I think we're always uh, uh, optimistic as Christians, right? Because we know our destiny, Uh, we know uh, where our hope will land in the end. Yes, we know uh, we are always uh, uh, victorious, um, uh, ultimately because we have a resurrected Christ. Yeah, uh, as our uh, hope uh, of uh, and our our destiny and eternity, eternity, no matter what happens, and so even in the prison, even uh, during the torture time. So my yeah. encouragement is um, really, as uh, the scripture says um, um, in the uh, first uh, the Philippians uh, chapter one, uh, I think verse twenty nine says. Uh, my brothers, uh, we are uh, not only uh, privileged um, to believe in Christ, but also we are privileged to suffer for him. So right. I think, uh, I mean, uh, to, to suffer for Christ, I mean, I use a, I think it's a New Living Translation, um, because the NIV says, my brothers, I mean, as Paul wrote that from his prison, right? That's one of the prison epistles, letters. Yeah, yeah. From the prison, he's encouraging the church members who are under persecution uh, in the uh, in the Philippi. Basically, said, um, "Do not worry," uh, and um, because of the to suffer for Christ is a privilege. We are granted. The, the NIV said, we are granted not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. Mm. And after all, as Paul said again, as uh, in another uh, part of the scripture said, that, uh, I mean, there's uh, Second uh, Timothy, I believe. So if anyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus shall be persecuted. Anyone. Yeah. It does mm. not say Chinese Christians, North Korean Christians, uh, uh, Ethiopian Christians, or Nigerian Christians, Saudi Arabian Christians uh, under persecution. It's uh, anyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus. Of course, you're not just, uh, you know, uh, just try to uh, practice uh, some uh, pietistic religion. Is you have to you chose to live a godly life in Christ Jesus and uh, test for that, you will be persecuted. Mm. Uh, there is no exception. So I think uh, those of uh, our American Christians or British Christians or those Christians in, living in the free world, so-called free world, I don't think we can call it anymore. Yeah, uh, right. But, uh, Especially during this, uh, uh, you know, COVID dictatorship time, mm-hmm. wow. we have tasted, you know, the tyranny. Uh, I mean, the the kind of um, uh, the uh, um, the uh, edge. I mean, I think the the close to the to the I call it uh, uh, to uh, to the phase of uh, uh, passive, at least, the persecution in the Western society. 
uh, certainly we have already entered into active discrimination time. Yeah. You know, uh, in the, th uh, theology, I mean, um, I call it, uh, theology of persecution, or maybe you can call it, uh, the, um, the path toward persecution in the sociological terms, um, people divide into three different uh, terms uh, or, or time toward uh, persecution. It started from the, uh, the um, disinformation about Christians. Right, and then, right. Then uh, grew into discrimination. Right, and then, yeah. Then uh, finally landed into persecution. And each phase can be divided into passive and uh, active. So started from passive disinformation to active disinformation, mm. from passive then entered into passive discrimination. Now, I think in the Western world, Christians absolutely entered into uh, active discrimination, if not yeah. a phase of a passive dis uh, persecution uh, already. If you uh, chose to live out your faith proclaim uh, these uh, uh, um, uh, Christian uh, principles um, uh, without political correctness, and then test that, and you will be persecuted. I think you yeah. will be even facing jail time. I so, just finished a trip from the United Kingdom, speaking at uh, uh, nine churches um, um, from uh, England to Scotland to Northern Ireland. Everybody told me, I mean, that's what they are experiencing. They Man. would lose their job. Right. Will, I mean, one of my good friends, I think, Bill, you may yep. have known him, David Campanella, right? Yep. He was uh, uh, elected as a candidate for uh, a Liberal Democratic Party's parliament member yep. already. And yet he was facing an ultimatum, said unless he gave up his pro-life, yeah. Christian standing, give up his uh, 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 conscience, he will be forcibly removed. As so, kind of yeah. so, Bob, let me ask this question, because I, I think the, the unique perspective, similar to what, what you would see with Paul, Paul had yeah. a very unique perspective that allowed him to preach the good news and encourage the faith of the Gentiles in ways that Peter and other guys never could, because they were too indigenous to the, the Jewish and the Israelite journey at that time. You're coming in as, in a lot of ways, Paul, having seen this full-blown persecution firsthand. What would you say to the guys, knowing that we are now in this active discrimination where persecution most likely is, is not too far away, what, what would you say to the heart of, of the Christian in the West today to encourage them to be bold in their faith and to not fall to the siren song of compromise, which mm. I see too many Christians and too many churches, if I'm honest, doing, hoping that if we compromise, the, the, the crazies will just slowly go away and we can return back to whatever they think nostalgically it used to be. And yeah. it, it's not going back. So what would you say, how would you encourage the heart of men and women today in their faith knowing what is to come? Yeah, uh, thank you, Travis. So that's a great, great um, a question. I would encourage our brothers and sisters in the free world, in the West, in the United States. Um, I think um, we um, uh, chose the Lordship of 
Christ over the uh, political correctness, over the um, fear and the intimidation. And uh, you will uh, not only really um, see uh, how the Lord do does his wonderful work, like uh, what he has done in the beginning of the church to yeah. uh, Paul and Silas to Peter, and uh, but also you will experience um, that um, God's grace, the unspeakable joy um, in the middle of uh, trials and suffering. Right. That you will never taste that when you try to surrender and give in your faith inch by inch uh, yeah. to the suppressors. And I have first-hand experience. And I mean, of course, yeah. being in prison is not a nice experience. I won't celebrate and said, okay, just to, you know, <laughs> deal me every day. Yeah. Um, but if you are uh, being uh, persecuted and suffering for Christ, even in the prison, um, like when I was thrown into that prison, and you see the Lord open the door, for you uh, to not only uh, share the good news uh, to those prisoners, uh, you will see the life-changing experience. Uh, you will feel yeah. uh, the presence of the Lord is more vivid uh, than you uh, just uh, uh, having a vacation in the Caribbean. I think yeah. uh, you will see the really um, the the kind of uh, uh, joy, uh, the uh, the strength. The Lord uh, Himself uh, personally uh, 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 kind of uh, um, uh, imputed uh, on you. And uh, mm -hmm. like, a, I mean, you, when you read the prison experience of uh, the Paul, uh, I mean, the, uh, it's Paul and, and Silas, right? Mm -hmm. or, or Peter, Peter, Silas in their prison. I mean, um, remember what had happened to them, right? I mean, they're not just. Uh, all filled with the resentment, self-pity, uh, the praying for religious freedom. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, get us out. But they are sharing the gospel. The, the, the prison was shaking. And then the prison guards were kneeling down to ask, uh, how can we be saved? And then Paul yeah. and Silas was uh, dancing, right? With yeah. joy and singing the praises of the Lord. And singing hallelujah, you know, uh, and uh, then this big salvation harvest has occurred. And that's what had happened. And it's still happening in China. I mean, we have uh, one Chinese uh, former mafia turned to be an uh, evangelist on the street. That is uh, fantastic. Uh, brother Chen Wenzheng. I mean, he was in prison six times last year. I mean, I shared that story at Bill's church. And, yeah. Right? I mean, he is... Uh, He's being threatened every day, but every time, I mean, in prison, out of prison, he treated that as a sabbatical, as a, uh, for God's gospel, I mean, for the good news and uh, to, for the opportunity to share to those government officials, to the yeah. prisoners, to the prison guards, and um, without any fear. The, the, um, yeah. the, the thought that comes to mind is, we, we in the church need to become comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I think we have fallen in love with yeah. comfort. So, uh, Bob, I, I know that you still have a heart for 
China and yeah. the mission that's going on there. And you, you have been a part of an organization called One China, I believe. China Aid. China, 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 Aid. China Aid. Tell us a little bit about China Aid and um, kind, kind of, of what you do. Yeah, yeah what, what you do. Because I'm, I'm guessing that some of the guys and gals that are listening to this podcast are going to be convicted and realize, first off, it's time to shore up their own faith. Second, what can we do to make an impact where the gospel is moving in China? So share with yeah, us a little yeah, yeah. bit of that story. Yes, uh, China Aid was established uh, as a Christian uh, nonprofit organization uh, to walk with the persecuted brothers and sisters by exposing the abuses of the persecution and uh, encourage the abuse and equipping the leaders. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, we, our goal is to advance religious freedom for all and rule of law uh, in China. Uh, as a Christian organization. So over the years, I mean, we have become a leading voice for those voiceless brothers and sisters because uh, as both my personal experience and uh, has uh, and uh, many uh, cries uh, of our brothers and sisters have uh, told us uh, their number one uh, need is uh, when they are imprisoned, when they are tortured, is yeah. uh, really... Uh, the isolation is uh, gotcha. uh, that uh, the Communist Party telling them nobody knows uh, where they are. And uh, but to raise their voice, uh, to pray for them, I think um, we know prayer transcendence. Uh, you know, transcends the space and uh, rooms, and uh, even China's internet firewall cannot block uh, <laughs> prayers, right? Yes. And uh, so I think uh, that is uh, the most powerful weapon, because after all, it is a spiritual warfare. And uh, so we're just a vehicle basically used by God to uh, bring the voice to the international arena so that our brothers and sisters here can pray and um, also, we uh, provide uh, very technical and concrete and practical uh, financial and biblical um, training and uh, financial support. Yeah. And uh, provide uh, some circumstances when they are facing life and death threat. We also engage a physical rescue effort. And so in the past uh, 20 years and, and this year is marked the 20th anniversary of china aid yeah uh, we had uh, successfully rescued uh, over 500 at least wow. 500 um those uh, from the danger um to a safe uh, place uh, from um thailand to the u.s to south korea mm -hmm. to uh, netherlands uh, you name them yeah yeah so w i have one final question bill yeah, go for um it. and i my question is this. I, I, as a pastor, I, I get an opportunity to run in some other circles with other pastors. And, and what I hear sometimes from these guys, and I think it's well-intended, and I would love to know your take on it, Bob, is those pastors that say, hey, listen, I don't want to be political. I just want to preach the gospel. And so they, it's kind of their get-out-of-jail-free card to not engage in the culture and engage in some of the things that are going on. Mm -hmm. What would you answer to a pastor that's like, hey, listen, I just want to preach the gospel, and I don't want to be political. What would you encourage, or what would you say to that individual? Well, number one, I would say to those pastors who hold this view is, um, well, you know, Jesus was crucified with a, a political 
uh, crime being charged. Right. right? <laughs> <laughs> of, uh, state power for the empire of Rome. And, uh, yeah. and uh, also uh, impact, I mean, uh, uh, impact the economic development monopoly of the Jewish uh, religious community, right? Yeah. Uh, and um, I think uh, it, it, so we can separate that um, because, um, I mean, it's not hard politics if you uh, remember those who are bound, who are imprisoned as if we are their fellow prisoners, as right, uh, right. the book of Hebrew 13.3 said. It's not political when Jesus said, if I'm hungry, a, p- a piece of bread, if thirsty, a cup of water, if I'm mm-hmm. naked, a piece of clothes, if I'm imprisoned, visit me. Right. So if, if it's not political, if you uh, do this to the least of these brothers and sisters, you do that for our Lord Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, really, uh, you know, n- uh, not political at all uh, when uh, we uh, sent um, our uh, prayer uh, to the throne of God yeah. for those, uh, the same body of Christ, if one part suffers, the whole body suffers. Wow. Unless yeah. you treat your part of your body of Christ is only uh, belong to Caesar, only uh, the political part, and then, you know, um, when you feel pain, um, when one part suffers, uh, you naturally want to uh, speak up and take care of uh, them. Uh, like the even the, the good Samaritans, right? Right, right, uh, yeah. right. One part of your body. So I think um, uh, I. So that's that's my answer uh, to them. I, 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 unless you don't feel pain when you don't treat that as one part of your body. Yeah. Uh, then, so, you know. Well, and, and the the Samaritan story had huge political undertones too, because this was the outcast community this was the outcast political class these were the lesser than so bill what what do you got no i was going to say bob i know that people are listening now and going what can i do to get involved right what what can they do to to partner or support china aid what's the best thing that they could do if you could tell our listeners yeah uh thank you i mean uh, plus i mean uh jesus is uh described as uh, the first refugee, right? His right. family, yeah. exile, yeah. To, yeah. you know, and for fear of political persecution. Remember, before his birth, right, there was a forced, uh, there was a threat of forced abortion. It's yeah. exactly what the Chinese Communist Party has been doing uh, for four decades already. Forced abortion of yeah. over, you know, uh, a hundred million Chinese babies. Wow. I mean, you think that is uh, uh, that's wow. very very well documented. I mean, yeah. uh, proclaimed by Communist Party. So that's not political. I mean, if you care about life, and um, so if you want to engage with China Aid, uh, first you know log on chinaaid.org and get the first hand, credible, authentic, up to date. Uh, the persecuted uh, uh, stories uh, from our brothers and sisters before, because even before you pray, you want to know what you are prayed for and who yeah. you are prayed for. So know their names, know their stories. And number two is to really uh, to uh, take some prayerful actions. Uh, we have listed, you know, from uh, uh, basically uh, 
uh, uh, donating to the family prisoners, uh, like Pastor John Tao, who is serving yeah. seven years imprisonment, um, uh, who was a translator, I think, uh, for um, Bill. And um, uh, the pastor, uh, Wang Yi, who is serving nine years imprisonment, and many others. Yeah. And uh, uh, thirdly, to write to these prisoners. I mean, mm. we have listed their prison address. So you can write to them and uh, uh, with the uh, scripture, with the comforting words, and let them know that uh, they're not forgotten. They're not alone. Um, they yeah. are being remembered. Even though sometimes they not, may not receive the letter immediately, but the prison guards, the prison authorities, the Communist uh, Party security officers will receive and read them first. At least they know uh, you are part of their global Yeah, the global family family members to that uh, Christian prisoner you're well, I th to. And, and I love I it because you can also um, uh, participate in some uh, training, visit the prison, visit uh, some of their, uh, you know, kind of uh, family members when we do trainings and they all, you know, you have uh, done that uh, by going to uh, some training sessions to the house church leaders in yeah. uh, South Korea and Hong Kong. Yeah, I'm ready for another trip. You just got to tell me when. Yes, known legacy. Yes. Known legacy. We'll known come back. Known legacy does the uh, Asian tour. We did well, but I will tell you, I love what you said because we're not even talking dollars and cents. We're talking about people getting on a website and finding the address, and as a church body, going, we're going to send 20 letters to this to this individual right. to encourage his heart. It is that is the cost of a stamp. Absolutely. And so I think there's Absolutely. so much that we can do, and and even in the midst of that, but I'm going to boldly say there's two things that I would love our listeners to do. Go to ChinaAid.org. Correct. Hit the donate button. Correct. And donate some money because this goes right back into helping the persecuted church. I mean, if you're going, how do I help the persecuted church? It's the other, it's like, you know, Bob said it perfect that it's like when you stub your toe, you don't, you don't act like it doesn't hurt. We're the other side of the body that, that we are the voice that, that cries out and writhes in pain and goes, I just stubbed my toe, but our hands are writhing. Our, our voice is making a sound. We can make that sound for them. So we right. go on and we can give. But then also, num number two, Bob has a book, and I know he's mentioned it once, but God's Double Agent. Yes. Get on. It's on iBooks. It's on all the audio and the, and the physical copies. You, you can get on Amazon different places, and you can order that and pick it up and really understand the plight of what's going on in China. Um, and that will really really raise awareness to what's going on because this is slowly, well, quickly, coming over here as well. But um, it's, it's been this has been powerful. Bob? Bob, thank you so much for your words of wisdom, for your insights, and most importantly, man, for being a bold missionary into the hearts of uh, people who desperately need, need the hope of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And uh, it's fun to see the Spirit do what only the Spirit can do. Even with everything stacked against yeah, it, yeah. the Spirit still moves, the Spirit still rescues, and the Spirit still spring, brings life. Yeah. And so, Bob, you are, um, man, thank you so much for being a part of this today. Yeah, and I think, Bob, is there oh, any... Is there, is there anything, any last thoughts that you want to share before yeah, we close out today? Really, uh, sure, uh, you, since you're talking about some tangible things, uh, so we are um, engaging the largest rescue effort of uh, exiled, persecuted, endangered uh, house church um, right now with 62 yeah. members, uh, I mean 33 children, 29 adults. Uh, it is known as the early, I mean, it is the uh, 
the uh, Chinese Mayflower Church. Um, yeah. They escaped uh, three years ago after unbearable uh, kind of suffering and persecution to South Korea, and then South Korea refused to give them asylum. Now they are uh, in uh, Thailand, uh, basically seeking refugee status. Uh, at the same time, Chinese government and operatives are actively uh, uh, haunting them and uh, threatening them and their family members back to China. So they need um, a shelter, they need food, they need help. Uh, they also need a visitation to comfort, encourage them, yes. and check on them, and uh, also as a deterrence uh, of uh, kidnapping, your American passport would be great help if you go there as American citizens. Yes, And you can also teach English. Uh, to their children. Um, so uh, these are uh, very tangible needs uh, yeah. while they're waiting there. So anyone uh, who has a uh, vacation time or who has some time to go, um, they are welcome. We can really coordinate that. That's fantastic. Yeah, so if you Love if it. you want to know more information about that, um, we'll do two things. I know that they can email. Is there What's the email for China Aid? That they can email. You can email to uh, info at chinaaid.org. Info at chinaaid.org or info at knownlegacy.org. Yep, we'll get we you. Will get we'll get info. you connected. And if you're if you're a pastor and you're part of a church and you're looking for a global mission, there is nothing more um, yeah. needed than than your partnership with China Aid right now, and uh, and to make an, a difference into the hearts and the lives of those people. Well, sure. and I know that even now, how many? Because a few of the women were pregnant, correct? Yeah, there's uh, there are two women are pregnant. One uh, with the twins. Uh, the oh due date is uh, December, but I think uh, they have to do a C-section in uh, the middle of uh, November, uh, without any medical insurance, uh, any you know coverage. Uh, so it's uh, going to be a very tough thing. Um, and if you have a medical, like uh, if uh, uh, OBG, right? Uh, yeah. If you yep. Donate your. Uh, skill and uh, time to help uh, deliver um, that would be a, a tremendous saving and help uh, and um, there's another pregnant uh, uh, sister um, waiting too yeah that's fantastic. So there's so much going on. I think sometimes we get so caught up in our own worlds that we forget this is going on. And that's part of why I wanted to have Bob on. Again, Bob's a hero of mine, raising awareness to what's going on in the brokenness of the world. But Bob it continues to pierce darkness with the, the hope of Jesus. Yep. And Bob, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. She is she, Bob. Thank you. <laughs> it's my one word that I know in Chinese. But um, you are a blessing, brother. And and thank you so much for being on today. Um, we are we are grateful and honored to have you on the podcast today. Absolutely, Bob. Thank you so much. As always, um, if you can uh, go to uh, info at knownlegacy.org. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, please let us know. Uh, Bill gets those and he responds yes. to those pretty quickly. Um, you can always follow us, um, like the the um, like the like podcast. And man, if this has spoken to you or if you want to share it with some folks, yeah, we really it encourage it. Yeah. Um, encourage it, get the word out because um, the body is, uh, parts of the body are hurting and we need to be the, the healthy parts that help out and bring healing and hope and pray and encouragement and uh, the financial aid that we can bring uh, to bear in those situations. So thank you guys so much for being a part of Known Legacy today. We really do appreciate Appreciate it. As always, uh, info at knownlegacy.org. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. And uh, pick up Bill's book, but more importantly, pick up Bob's book. Bob's book, book yeah. Be encouraged and uh, get, to, get ready. 
Get ready. Yes. Get ready to be bold. Bob, once again, Bob, thank you so much. Thank you, Bill. Your Mandarin Chinese is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now he's going to have a big head. Zai Qian. Zai Qian. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Keep going. That's Grateful good. for you. Have a wonderful day. God bless. Guys, God thanks bless for listening. You. Have a wonderful week. God bless you guys. Thanks for listening to the No Legacy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. So email us your questions or comments to info at nolegacy.org.